Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. People say or do. Come on now. But I, I do mind <clears throat> what you believe is true. You are the only one <laughs> getting all my love. Cause what they do all right. ain't nothing new. Players, they gon' play. They gon' play. And niggas, they gonna nick. They gonna nick. Ballers, they gon' ball. They gon' ball. <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> Oh, a classic. Oh, great. I mean, that was when Notori came and was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, this is what I do. This is, so, this is it. Ever yeah. since then. Oh, I can't help but think of Adrienne Baylon every time I hear that music, obviously. But then also because she's pretty much the only one of them still working. That's Wasn't she true. in that group? She was in 3LW, right? Yeah, that's not true. Oh, wait, no. Notori is on that one show. Power. The nigga show I don't look at. Yes, <laughs> that one. <laughs> I tried. I'm sorry, niggas. I tried. With Sex power. is spectacular is the one who doesn't. Work. Oh yes, Keely. Yes. Now what a train wreck that was. You know, I was thinking the other day. Why they knew that she had that speech impediment, yeah. and they still gave her gave her all of those s's, everything with an s. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? I mean, I <laughs> like it. Just feels like there's three girls here. We can kind of remix the parts. To yeah. Play to everybody's strengths, but you know. They wasn't halfway even managing them girls, you know. I think it was just that's why that chicken dinner came across that car. Let's hurry up and make some money, and that's that, you know. Hey guys, welcome back to the read. I'm Shensia, and I'm Ali Wong. Um, another week Mm -hmm. and fuckery and fun. That's right. We're back. Black excellence this week is gonna go out to sophomore Khalil Green at Yale. Mm-hmm. He's the first black student body president of the university. And of course, <laughs> of course, <laughs> Jesus. Yale. Woo, how old is Yale? Super old, sis. <laughs> Good God. It says on Because of Them We Can, it has been 145 years since the first African-American student graduated from Yale. That's just the first years. black graduation. Because this, this, school is older than america it's founded in 1701 god damn how does that even i cannot um well you know yale had some um (sighs) interesting headlines Um, i mean last year i think it was when that story about the black student who she like fell asleep oh in the commons and got the police call some white girl call the cops on her (laughs) 
Because surely she just snuck on canvas and took right. a nap in the dorm rooms. Because that's, you know, what vagrants do. They yeah. just wander onto college just, campuses and just sleep in libraries. Just gotta watch them. That's just, you know, instead of, you know, you would think the logical leap here would be this is someone who also goes to my school and she's taking a nap. You know, that's the first thing I would think, but Khalil says, I wanted to amplify the voices of the undeserved, un, underserved. It's hard. That's a, Those are mix two up. huge Vastly different meanings. Let's but easy to mix get it together <laughs> on today. <laughs> underserved communities on campus, especially students of color. He also said, I think that we can be a more diverse and inclusive campus, and I'm grateful for the role that I'll have in making that happen. One of... Um, the aspects they're focusing on his policy, according to his campaign's website, is the fostering of a safer, healthier, and more equitable campus culture, as well as the facilitation of meaningful interactions between Yale and New Haven, the enhancement of the quality of the university's academics and facilities, and the improvement of the YCC's capacity to cater to student demands. In other words, no more your fuck shit. No more. This school has been not even just catering, but bending over backwards for white people and their fragility for the past, you know, few centuries. And it's about time y'all focus on the rest of us. Amen. Khalil's an economics major and is also an executive Ooh, board member smart. of Yale's Black Men's Union. So congratulations to you, young man. And Oof. here's to you doing great things. And all 52 of you black men who go to Yale. Hope y'all are finding community. You know, the, the thing about whites schools is the whiter your school is the tighter the bsu tends to be like yeah. the black kids on campus kind of have to be nigga you have to be yeah. even at ou you know it's only three thousand niggas but it's thirty thousand students so it was like we are we well. got <laughs> anyway shout out to that young man that's that's incredible hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by squarespace Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas 
hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. This week in our pop culture segment, which is called um, Act Like a Bottom, Think Like Hot Tops. Where to begin? What an easy way to get caught up. (laughs) God damn. Or to have a great time. You know, it's pride. So that's what we up to. Uh, Okay. So first of all, um, Beyonce's husband is hip hop's first billionaire. Um, in case you didn't know, he owns lots of things, all kinds of things. <laughs> like so many things. Two alcohol uh, brands, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a streaming service, his music, obviously. Yeah. Nightclubs and. What about Rockefeller? Oh, or did he give that Rock to Blue Nation. Ivy? <laughs> that might be. Blue Ivy is president or CEO of one of them, right? She owns I think one so. of them. I don't know. Remember, probably... it was like before she was even born. He yeah. was like, here you go. Here are your things. <laughs> Um, I mean, that is that is great for him. It's like the season where Forbes starts reminding everybody how rich all of these people right. are for the things that they do. Uh, Rihanna was also listed as like the she's the wealthiest uh, woman in music. Oh, apparently. that's really nice. Her net worth is like six hundred million. Ooh. You know, I mean, music, yes, but then the doll is also selling bras and panties and makeup. Mm-hmm. Right. Things that the girls want. Right. I mean, and nothing wrong with branching out and creating an empire for yourself. I just hear that kind of money and I think my god there are people who like cannot eat and cannot afford shoes for their baby and then we have a world where people are also billionaires not saying like fuck them for being rich but just like what kind of society is this you know there was a story that Rihanna um, is renting out an island in Essex like some English island to finish recording (laughs) her album okay and like there are like cottages for her family and friends and studios and uh, whirlpools and probably aquariums and shit all over the place well you can do that and it's like 20,000 a day to to rent of course it is but some I I don't know if it's called the wealthiest woman in music can can do that easily okay that ain't nothing Osea Island I don't know what the name of the island is I mean I don't know how to say it I I honestly did not know England had islands I'm gonna be real is Ireland an island Ireland I don't know where Ireland is I'm bad at geography so I don't believe Ireland's an island but maybe I don't know anything about anything Mm -hmm. I mean technically New York City wait nigga it look like one no, hold on. Let me look at a bigger picture. I don't really know why New York City counts as an island. But... Well, Manhattan does. Not the whole city. Oh, well, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, Ireland is an island. Hey, ew. Well, <laughs> anyway. The management for the island said, I don't know what the fuck y'all hoes are talking about. We don't know her. We haven't spoken to her management or anything like that. It's cute that you're excited, but she's not here. <laughs> well, 
So who started the rumor? God only knows. The Navy? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't... She's so tired of them. She is so she tired of y'all post... asking about that album. She posted something on her... Uh, I was going to say Snapchat. Well, I don't know. Whatever the, the... It's Insta story, right? Yeah, she posted something on there of herself seemingly in the studio in the process of recording some music <laughs> at like five something in the morning looking like she hates each and every single one of us. <laughs> So maybe from there they just ran with this idea that of course the bitch would rent an island to do this this fucking thing. You know, she's the wealthiest woman ever. I don't know. Whatever. And you know, she like lives in London apparently. Oh no, I did not know that. Her billionaire nigga that was on a date with or with his family or something. The same one she was kissing up on. Yeah, they're still together. Okay, good. I mean good or not, but like good for you, sis. I think the shade room just posted some pictures of them together with his family or something. Like oh, that. okay. Really so we serious. Close, but All right. They've been together for a little minute. Hmm. Did you see that interview where somebody asked her if Drake was going to be on the album and she said no? Yeah. And she was like, I can tell you what is absolutely not going to happen. She, in a very crisp and concise way, was like, no, not at all. No, that's no it is a Drake free record no, this time around. <laughs> Which was like petty to even ask. Right. Because. Why would he be? Right. You know, like, like, unless, you know, your people already said Drake is going to be on the album, you should ask about it. Why would you do that? But to be you, petty. you do that, right, to get the messy answer. Yes. Yeah, so and that Rihanna that reaction. <laughs> yep. Because I was entertained by that. I was too. Because I just love how, you know, even though they always make great songs, great songs, chart topping hits and all that, it's clear Rihanna has been kind of like annoyed with Drake and not really fucking with that nigga for a while. Even at, remember the MTV, was it the VMAs and they gave her an award? And yeah, Drake I think that was it. like the beginning of... of her like yeah. backing off right because yeah. he was talking about how but she was said so that. in love she said that in an interview I don't remember when oh. but she said that like that made her wild uncomfortable I don't remember who or where we she said this at yes I'm sure we did but I'm pretty sure she said at one point like I was quite uncomfortable well I mean yeah he said he was in love with you and you dabbed so I feel like we knew <laughs> you know we had a feeling something was going on That's there. I was talking about, like, why keep it? Who even gets On to bigger I'm and better things. Imagining that if this is truly a reggae-inspired album, that she's probably going to have loads of reggae artists right. on this. I would love for her and, like, Coffee, Spice, Shen Yang, mm-hmm. and, like... There's another woman in dance hall and reggae that I, I want her to like link up with all of my lady dance hall faves. Okay. And then she can do whatever, <laughs> whatever the fuck else. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but we don't need Jamaican Drake coming out. Oh, no, none you know, of that. That nigga decides that he's going to do something. Adonis can, though. Like, I don't know, you know, what his king is looking like. Why? But... I mean, well, Adonis has a flawless Jamaican accent. And don't he already live over there in England? Ain't that where they ain't that where he at with his mama? Oh, I think they're somewhere European. Oh yeah, I was about to say. Or maybe they she... just live on that free jet that he got. Oh. <laughs> we were right. It was gifted. It was a gifted fucking jet. Damn man. Merciless. The more money. How's this team doing? The OVLT? No, the Raptors. The Raptors. Oh, I think they won one and they lost one. But I'm really. It's only not been two games. With, I think so. I haven't been keeping up with the finals at all because I don't win in this contest. I don't win. Yeah, they're one and one. Oh, is oh, there's another one today. The uh, Wednesday. Are tonight. the Warriors the team that that man left y'all for? Yeah. 
Does he still play for them? <sighs> the answer to both those questions is yes. And okay. hallelujah. That, yeah, you know, nothing but thoughts and, and prayers and well, well things. Well, yeah, it does say one, one here. I will be watching the game. Watch no, you're not. Game. You're not going to go home and look at this. You do not give a shit. Oh, I but will, like turn it. No, I'm not. The NBA had to tell the bed. Raptors to tell Drake to calm the fuck down because he was getting in niggas faces, arguing with niggas and shit <laughs> with the Warriors. Like he don't have. I so think wait, he no, has Steph NBA. and Kevin. I think he has Stephen and Katie tattoos, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but he like covered them up or something. <laughs> yes, but the NBA told the Raptors to uh, control Drake. Wait Look, a minute, get your nigga. Wow, it's a radio station He's in the Bay. That's too not, much. <laughs> it's not playing. They're not playing no more Drake for the rest of the finals. Oh my god. Oh well, I mean, this is too much. My niggas got Apple Music and Spotify and shit. He wore he wore Steph Curry's daddy's jersey because his daddy used to play for Toronto. Yeah. So he wore the Raptors jersey with I saw that. on the back. I'm like, this is just, this nigga was disrespectful. I mean, if George R.R. R. Martin wrote Sports Hip Hop Shade, <laughs> that would be some, you know, maybe like chapter yeah. two. I just know the clips I saw on Instagram, anybody else would have been thrown out of a game for like interacting with players like that. But I guess also the only reason they interacted with him is because of who he is. But he was like definitely trolling. Well, then I don't want to watch if he's not going to do that anymore. <laughs> well, I, I, I think reason. he may actually calm it down since he has been told to chill. Probably he will. Ew, that's so boring. I'm sorry. They Hockey th- players beat the shit out of each other, and nobody says anything to them about that. Uh, well, you know, I don't think white people in their, their Why can't unfettered turn violence. <laughs> I can't look at hockey, so I'm not the one to argue about this shit right here. What else is going on in the world? Oh, um... Bottoms' uh, favorite ho- housewife husband... Apollo Nida. How did I know? (laughs) (laughs) Context clues. Yes. He's been released from prison (laughs) and is apparently at a halfway house in Philly right now. Um, And we've already seen Instagram posts of him. Yes. Grabbing onto his new wife's ass. We have. I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, you are holding the phone your wife's butt cheek mm-hmm. as you palm it and then you like you're like send you know like like, yep. like, like what so excited to get out he been waiting how long seven eight years to get on instagram why don't you fuck her like why don't you just do that and leave us like we don't right i feel like apollo was in jail when we were doing this show right he went to jail while we were doing the show i feel like it i think so so he maybe I didn't serve it, the I whole eight years only, no he served like five okay so maybe just about around. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, so well, cool. He gets to go, be, you know, be with his kids. It does he though? Is he though? <laughs> How long does he have? To I mean, be I would his? hope that you know he gets to see his kids. Mm, I mean, I just other than that, I don't care about this. I feel like Phaedra's probably gonna make that kind of hard for him. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Maybe since she's not on TV, she won't be like ridiculous and dramatic and doing. Oh, the she'll most. be back. 
You think so? Oh yeah. Ooh, She's you think Apollo will be back TV. too? Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, and that'll be what bring me back to Housewives of Atlanta because I did not watch this last season. Andrea Cohen is gonna get to Phaedra's brow and be like, "Look, bitch, you you can come back over here if you want to, but you won't be coming out without a trade." Did you so, say Andrea Cohen? <laughs> What? <laughs> Did you say Andrea Cohen? I don't know. What I just want to. Okay. So we'll see. I definitely see them filming separately and also being back on the season, right. which means that Candy will be focusing on OLG and the Dungeon Tour and okay. whatever. The fuck. Okay. Else. His mom has already made it clear that if Phaedra Parks is on set, she won't be there. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh Kenya. The mess. Kenya. Oh. Kenya. I read the Kenya, Kenya baby. Kenya, a beautiful baby. She's too. gorgeous. Kenya, remind me to talk about uh, my new favorite, Kavya James, after this. <laughs> remind me. Okay. Um, yeah, I read that Kenya and Portia were already seen filming together. Oh, and, um, that's cute. Like, so it seems like next season we can probably expect, just prediction. Okay. Um, Portia, Kenya, Phaedra. Ooh, Portia and Phaedra. And Kenya, I, it's honestly hard for me I to believe. I don't see Portia doing anything else. It's hard for me to believe that Kenya and Portia are even like cool and on speaking terms, but I may have missed a lot. I just remember, because didn't Kenya like snap in her face or one of them like put a wand in the other one's face on a reunion or she something? She said, you're a dumb hoe into like a megaphone or something. <laughs> She was like, like gonna beat that bitch's ass. Her. But that was years ago, and I'm pretty sure, like, at some point they were like woo 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 with each other. But you know that that's the cycle of housewife drama is it's like, I'm gonna talk about your husband yeah. or your mama or your clothes or your house, and then right. we argue over mimosas, and then we fight on the reunion, and then a season and a half later, it's like, oh yeah, we're on good terms, but we only talk shit about each other in the confessionals, and then we rehash the shit that we See, talked about each other in the reunion. It's only so many and then it's I can the watch circle that. of yeah. life. I can't, I can't look at that nonstop. Um, so, um, but yeah, bring Phaedra's terrible ass back and Apollo too. Have Apollo filming with the niggas as well. What the fuck else do we need to talk to Phaedra about? Except her. Well, no, I just want to see the mess. I want to see, honestly, a, a confrontation between her and Candy, even though I know Candy won't do it. Candy won't. And, um, and Portia, Nini, I believe, is also bouncing because she feels like she was ganged up on. I don't know. The, yeah, girl. I don't know. I'm Womp. done. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, That's an easy check, Nene. Let's talk about uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union's baby. Okay. The fact that she doesn't care about any of y'all. She doesn't have time for any of your fucking guff. <laughs> I just love the fact that every time I see a picture of this baby, she looks like she's judging something or someone. The world around And her. I just yep. feel like... An appreciation for the for the spirit oh my personality God. that she has. She's always just giving what? Like I just looked at I just found her little Instagram and oh my gosh. She look at every look picture. At every single one. She's going to beat somebody's ass. Like I she's so cute. Oh my God. I love oh my gosh. She looks just like her daddy. That is her yeah, daddy's face like her daddy. on an infant. I can't. She is always just like, she's uh so no, cute. don't have time for your shit. Look. No, no not here either. Mm-mm. No, I, I won't be doing it with you. <laughs> she 
She's so cute. I'm like, go away, niggas. Thank you for sharing your pictures of your kids with us. Yes. Also, you share pictures of your kids because I get to look at how adorable all your kids are and never have any of mine. Yeah, with I none really of the responsibility it. of like actually raising your baby. It's so great. But I get to look at how adorable and how fun. cute. You are so cute. I saw another picture. <laughs> <laughs> if you have not been to this baby's Instagram, just go do yourself a favor. She's so expressive. She's just like, girl, okay. She said, we're not swimming at the swim party. No. <laughs> that's the caption. <laughs> Bitch, we're not swimming. And that's that. I know Gabrielle is having the time of her fucking life. She looks elated with this baby. Yeah. Like, that's a big old huge smile. Just all the teeth. I saw um, Trey Songz posted another picture so nice. of his baby. Like, them FaceTiming oh, or something. Oh, did he? He's another um, Gerber baby ass motherfucker, too. He broke a lot of people's hearts when he uh, posted that little foot in his hand. I mean, I don't think that means he's never gonna fuck again or fuck someone that's not that child. No, they just want to be the first baby mama. It's important. I mean, look, child support got to come out of here. First, second, third. There you go. That's true. Look, you need to get paid regardless. (laughs) Young Jock got eight kids. This episode is all over the place. (laughs) What were we even talking about? Um... The Real Housewives of Atlanta and Light Skin Nigga coming back. Okay. Yes. Isn't it funny right. how, like, Apollo and Phaedra kind of favor owls? Have you ever heard? It's not just me. Uh, because Phaedra totally looks like an owl. Yes, she does. Totally looks it's like It's Apollo an owl. where I'm not seeing it. Apollo's sort of owlish. Okay. Well, in that photo, yeah. I'm telling you. But he also looks real Sammy Sosa-ish in that one. So it's uh, that's a, let me see if I can find Sammy some Sosa. more. Yeah, right. No, not not the real nigga Sammy Sosa. Oh, God damn it. Only Googled Apollo, which of course did not. Phaedra just gives me who. <laughs> and her mom. Her mom. No, I'm not going to talk about her. No, don't. Well, um, if you guys are fans of Star. Lee Daniels doesn't have great news. He got on <laughs> the Instagram while playing a song I'm sure is from Star. Right. Star, <laughs> okay. And basically said, it, it ain't happening. I'm quoting. Yeah, That's okay. what he said. Um, he tried very hard to get a Star back rolling and things like that. But he also said, how did he phrase this? He said... Much like every everything that he's done, like all his work, he's like, my next project is gonna be star. And he's like, it will be it'll be in all of my work. All of my work will be connected to st-. matter of fact, what did this Does mean? this mean like a spin-off? I don't know what it because it was like a weird I don't really the way that he worded it was like, strange. like a deep nigga type because on one thing it was like it made it made it sound like he was saying my next project is going to be star as in like, as in I'm bringing it back it. but then right. he was like it's going to be in all of my works or something like that and I'm like wait so that must be how you can do a star anthology series what I you? mean maybe it's maybe it's like how to this everybody you know I'll say it in a letter but in a nutshell, it ain't happening. I you didn't have to laugh. And um, just know that... You didn't have to laugh. Just like to Precious or Empire, go. that first season, the butler, Monsters Ball, the next thing I do is going to be star. So my I exist 
and it will exist in all of my work. This is some deep nigga shit. <laughs> it will exist in all of my works, is what he's. Yeah, he's, I don't really know what that means. It, it's like it's like how Christians be like, "He who is within me is within the world." Oh, yeah. like star will be. You are in, so right. Star will be in in what I do next because I am star and star is me. I took this shit literally, <laughs> and you know something. You're right. Yeah. Like I'm certain that's what the it fuck absolutely is. It's some spiritual shit. Like everything I do is star because all of me is in all my projects or whatever the fuck. It's something like that. I guarantee you. Well, sorry guys. Yeah, James, sorry. Brandy and Queen Latifah and. I mean, expensive cast. Miley Cyrus. Expensive mule. Lynn from Girlfriends. And um, Clotilda and Friends. They're not coming back. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. No, it is sad. It is sad. It sucks. It's too bad for you guys. Show that might be coming back, though. The Boondocks. Apparently, um... Bitch. John Witherspoon. Bitch. Black comedy king, honestly. Like, can we just continue to shower John Witherspoon? Yes, we can. Um... He was on Joe Rogan's podcast and said they're bringing the boondocks back. Um, Do not play with me. I will just say this. I would really like for Aaron Magruder to be in some sort of a seat if they're really bringing this back. If not, I'm really not interested. Because we actually have evidence of a boondocks without Without him. And it wasn't good. And it was a very different time. I honestly just assumed Aaron would be, you know, starring and executive producing and regular producing and writing and everything. A reboot or a reboot? Yeah. I... See, I assume the opposite. See, if he's not involved, I don't want it. When he exited, to me, it kind of read, I'm done doing this show. And like the boot. Right, but it's a different time now. So maybe I guess his mind, but if he hasn't, I won't be looking at it. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. No, I've seen what y'all do without him, and it is just it ain't got shit on what it is when he's involved. There's so many things that the Boondocks (laughs) could comment on today, or that are going on today that they could still do the R. Kelly episode. I would love to see Aaron Magruder update the. See, that's what I'm saying. I want it from his perspective. Yes, I want him to do it. I want that brain. I do not want to make these comments. You know, I do not want Boondocks stands. No shade, because I am one as well. But I don't want the rest of us who just love the series to create it. I want the nigga who created the series to create it. Like, if not, I just don't know. I don't. Even though John Witherspoon is so good as Granddad, nigga. I mean, <laughs> nigga. absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. Regina that King whole playing voice Huey cast and Riley. Really oh, it was so good. God yeah. damn, it was so good. I just, I'm going to clasp my hands together. And oh, send a Riley's prayer little dumbass. For this show, if it does come back, because man, do I love me some boondocks. Right, me too. So if Aaron Magruder is involved, I cannot wait for this to come back to TV. Oh, if that nigga is involved, I'm having a watch party. <laughs> <laughs> I don't if he really, wow. if he comes out and says, yeah, I'm in, then all it's a wrap for all of you niggas. And it. I can't wait for you girls to be pissed. Because I don't think that niggas really remember how many episodes actually pissed them off. Mm-hmm. Like, right. the Boondocks didn't just piss off white folk or BT. Like, yeah, the Boondocks came for niggas. everybody. Right, and did a lot of that through Riley. And I think maybe y'all don't understand that Riley was being used to show you how fucking stupid you are and how... 
how ignorant I retweeted somebody and niggerish your things can be. Right. Like, like niggas that. have yeah. been acting like, especially around this conversation around like gay and trans people, like quoting Riley from the boondocks, like that's making a point when it's like the real point is way over yonder. Yeah, like it's you're on the, the other side of the room. You're on the exact opposite direction from where the point is at. And I mean, besides, you know, picking up on things like the fact that Riley's like eight you know (laughs) and so him acting the way that he i mean and was consistently on the wrong side of everything but they also put that into works in many episodes where you kind of got to see him be the opposite of the facade that he wears like numerous times riley was in the middle of keeping it real when keeping it real goes wrong (laughs) and was like oh i'm not that big (laughs) And that was one of my favorite things about that little boy. Is he yeah. just wanted to he be He has gangster. a limit, right. And then even all of the gangster niggas that he looked up to, he realized weren't even gangster. Yeah. What was his name? Thugnificent? Thugnificent. And then what was the rapper that <laughs> that was gay? Oh, oh I don't remember. Because one of them was the nigga who that ended up working for like Fed or UPS or some shit. Do you remember? I think The I nigga do. who moved across the street from them yes. who had the big rapper. And then yes. eventually he yes, lost all nigga, his money. Yes, that nigga, yes! And then he worked for like yes. UPS or some shit. Yes. I think that's Thugnificent. But then the other rapper who was gay was something else. Okay. I can't remember. I don't his remember. Name. And now I gotta go back and watch. Y'all will remind me. I have to find But you. man, what a show. It's just incredible. So if it ain't got Aaron, just gonna urge you to keep it. I'm not gonna lie. If it doesn't have Aaron, I'm gonna give you the pilot. well not the pilot, but I'm gonna give you episode one. Like I mean I will I will I will mm. I will definitely I just love the boondocks too much. I will watch okay. episode one and if I am not just blown away, I'm done. Okay. I'm st- I can't I'm not not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch I'm gonna let you tell me whether I should watch That's it. Or okay. Not. okay. <laughs> I'm gonna use you for that. Thank you so much. Um so <laughs> do you remember Young Thug's daughter who was in that video talking about I'm not fucking tired? What is that baby's name? <laughs> What? You don't remember the video of Young Thug's daughter where she had the goals in her mouth and she was saying, I'm motherfucking tired. No. That was like a meme for a while. You really don't? How, how long ago was Oh, here she... Oh, this little girl. I Googled it. There she is. I just can't... Where is her name? I mean, but I just Googled Young Thug's daughter is tired. She, um... <laughs> I'm motherfucking tired. Her little accent. Right. Country accent. <laughs> <laughs> So this baby girl um, went pretty viral again recently okay. on the internet because she was being recorded driving a car down the street at seven. A car? Like a motor vehicle? Like Not a Barbie Jeep? Like a car. Like, like a, a Honda? <laughs> pushing a real whip, yes. What? Like her... Some adult is recording her as she's driving down a pretty like residential empty yeah, yeah. bro okay um but, but seven <laughs> and like when i tell you she is just cl- have you ever like tried to put like a cat in water or something? <laughs> yes like, and how it will grip the wall clutched onto this steering wheel looking like i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> like so I, why I is she driving the car <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyway, so obviously... <laughs> Did she say she wanted to do it and then she changed her mind and niggas was like, you're doing Nigga. it. <laughs> oh, God. So, of course, um, Child Protective Services, and by Child Protective Services, I just mean you niggas on the, the shade internet. room, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> felt 
as though you needed to give, you know, your commentary and things like that. And I mean, they ripped Pooch Hall to, to bits, deservedly. So the girls were like, "Okay, no, we're not doing this fuck shit. The baby is seven. She can't even see over the damn steering wheel. Right. Like, that's... It, I could see if she was sitting on an adult's lap and they were doing the pedals, Oh, yeah, people do that all she the was time. steering, right. But like a seven... How does she even touch the pedal and the wheel at the same time? I don't know. You know, you don't really have to maybe it's just me who was always so painfully short that that was like a real struggle for a long time but goddamn. um well young thug posted uh an ios press release because he takes this very seriously <laughs> don't we all and it says the following never would i put my child's life in danger nor anyone else's life <laughs> okay wait a minute what? i am out of town and that video is clearly in atlanta <laughs> which that made me laugh so hard. Because if you look at the video, it is clearly Atlanta. It's literally just like a street, yeah. too. Like, there's that, but it's like, oh, she's at home. Uh, I'm a very safe man, especially when it comes down to my kids. I am very smart. Last thing I'm looking for is clout slash fame. I have both. Plus, so what? Plus, she wouldn't dare even ask me, could she drive a car? But it'll be handled expeditiously. Hard emojis. You people must get smarter than you are to think I'm anywhere n- near such a thing. Okay, so basically, to me, this just read it was her baby mama. I have, I mean, it was my baby mama. Right, I ain't have shit. To ain't have. It. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I would have never done this shit. But don't worry, she will be getting cussed the fuck out. Right, that's what this says to me. I mean, okay, and I'm not. I'm not mad at that. At first, I thought he was like, y'all are dumb as hell for reacting to this. And I'm like, but what he was really saying is y'all dumb for thinking Think I would have laughed. I would have laughed. I heard to be doing <laughs> that was clearly shit. my goofy ass baby mama. That was clearly my baby mama. <laughs> and I think that even in a video where she was cussing and saying I'm motherfucking tired, I think that he re- reacted sort of the same way. Like he wasn't what? a fan of her being on the internet looking like that and cussing. I need to meet Young Thug. But she had goals. Like she had her own goals. Right. So, like, not goals. Like, no goals. Yeah, because yeah. I don't. You know, I'm right? From Miami, right. So. I know. But <laughs> okay. Like, mm, I mean, I think if I if it were me, I would feel inclined to do the same thing. I probably wouldn't have phrased. I would have phrased it differently, but I would have said the same thing. Like, y'all got me fucked up. I mean, if Young Thug were an ordinary, non-famous person, and he would have seen that video, we would have just been calling that child's mama and being like, "Deidre, don't you ever." <laughs> Come on, I Deirdre. Know, I don't know why that I don't know why that's the name that came to me. Don't you ever do no dumb shit like this again. Oh, yeah. But the fact that he is famous and is on the internet and now everyone is judging his parenting because right. of it. Even though the child is fine. Like the, like it was very clearly and I, I I would not do this again, but it was very clearly like a street somewhere that was not busy at all. There was no other car inside. I get it. So I grew up on a cul-de-sac with three houses on it total. And so that sort of thing I'm very used to, you know, like we grew up doing same shit, not at age seven, yeah. but, but it absolutely happened. Difference was what nobody taping it and putting it on the internet yeah. so like, that again, everybody else could judge it again. <laughs> right. Why? Y'all could have just let her play, even though I understand people are, like, feeling a way about this. But where I come from, this is pretty normal. Like, it's not something you would call CPS. Again, I feel like when I have seen it, it's usually a baby But when you film something and put it on the internet, and this child is the child of a famous person, it's like, 
Come just on. inviting. How come the baby mama ain't like chilled out on posting shit on the internet? That's my question. <laughs> like, cause that nigga ain't gonna tell me what to do. <laughs> I don't give. I, I, it gives and that. I don't give a fuck about his little fans neither. That's my baby. Dugger, uh, <laughs> you didn't carry this motherfucker for ten months, <laughs> so I'm gonna record. What I wanna record. God bless everybody co-parenting. Speaking of um, unsafe driving, did you hear about Tracy Morgan getting into another car accident? (sighs) Yes, I did. So I'm just Asian friend posted about it and said, "Please don't be Asian. Please don't be Asian." Are you (laughs) fucking kidding me? I am not kidding. It's Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. I saw that tweet and I screamed. So. Tracy Morgan is not hurt, so thankful, you know, for that. Um, but apparently he spent like $2 million on a Bugatti and then got sideswiped oh by a Honda CRV in Manhattan. Oh my God. Very close to like Times Square, in fact. What? Yeah, like 42nd and 10th. Why would you take a $2 million car out in the middle of Manhattan? Because he was like half a mile away from the dealership. Oh, you know them, he like, bought it. Oh, right, down there with the right luxury there. car yeah. dealerships. Uh, like not even 15 minutes later (laughs) boom I hate Manhattan I know he was furious like it's a beautiful car too of course it is it's gorgeous two million dollars on a car can you imagine nigga He hopped up there. Somebody posted a clip of him hopping up out of the car. He couldn't because he couldn't even get out on his side from where they hit him to get, to get right. out the passenger. He was like, "Get out of the car!" I, know I was you like, was. "Oh my, just don't catch a case, Tracy. Just don't catch a case. Right. Like they're there. No, there's did. people recording. Like let insurance or somebody or somewhere I take know, care." Like Nick, I just got this insurance plan this morning. <laughs> I just got it. Ten minutes ago. This is why they don't let you drive the car away without it. This is why. Because some bitch in Manhattan is, is going to No, no, no. You're not leaving. <laughs> Son, here, here, and here. I know he was pissed. Oh, we, I can feel it. God can you damn. Like, you didn't even get to go show it off. Right, over right. You didn't even get to drive to the strip club and the shit this weekend. You didn't even make it home. Like. God damn, dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would be so annoyed. I just would want... I hope the insurance is paid up. Your rates is going up. <laughs> you hit a $2 million car. Your rate is going up. <laughs> I hate that this person who posted it, Heidi Benedict, <laughs> their caption says, looks like Tracy Morgan just picked up this $2.5 million Bugatti from the dealer and already involved in a car accident. That's going to be an expensive fender bender for the Honda driver. I'm just going to continue home on my city bike. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I say your little insurance, ooh, and you probably don't even live in the city. Your little, you probably drove in from Jersey or something. Oh, no. Your insurance is going through the roof. I Yeah, I'll just go ahead and swipe my Metro card and take my ass on the three train on up to Harlem where I belong. This motherfucker <laughs> said, I think Tracy Morgan should uh, start taking the subway. Shut your <laughs> Okay, that's fucked up. That's disrespectful. But for real, like, I would have had that car delivered. Like, I'm not driving that around Manhattan. I'm not doing that. Especially that area of Manhattan. No. Well, no shade. I doubt Tracy Morgan was trying to drive it around Manhattan. <laughs> he probably was trying to get out that motherfucker <laughs> and didn't get out in time. That's what I'm saying. You're spending $2.5 million. Y'all to be able to airdrop me that car wherever I want. 
Like it, y'all ought to be able to just pack that up and drive it straight to me. I should soon not have to do that. Soon that will be a thing that could probably be done. Probably Apple probably working on it right now. You know they got all the money in the world. I was gonna say Amazon. Oh well, between Amazon, Amazon will be the real life Terminator. <laughs> between Amazon, Google, Facebook, don't forget Disney and Disney. That's was about to say. What's the other one? <laughs> the it's girls. four of them that run the globe. <laughs> It's them motherfuckers right there. Like <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> honestly, in a matter of years, they're going to be like five people you can go yeah. to if you need anything. Yeah, you have to have a registered Amazon ID in order to get any government services. <laughs> like you're gonna, everything is going to be funneled through them niggas. Yes, Rihanna, you better lay on your man's shoulder, bitch. Oh my gosh, she looked so good in um the new. So you know the the luxury clothes came out. And then right after that, she started uh, posting about the new Savage Fenty line, like whatever's coming out for this next season. And I'm just like, whew, not only is your hand in so many bags, but like you keep blessing us with images of yourself and you are yeah. the most beautiful person I have ever seen. It don't make no sense. That's nice too. Zendaya too. Her pictures just came out for whatever new magazine she's in. Oh my God. It don't make no sense. Um, Did you... <laughs> Did you see people going off on um, Sarah for saying she graduated from Harvard? Didn't this exact same thing happen to Tyra Banks? When Tyra Banks was like, just graduated from Harvard with my degree in business administration or whatever. And yeah. she was like celebrating her Harvard graduation. I feel like this is that exact same thing. You learned nothing. Like, you mean that course you started 72 hours ago? Yeah, you mean that course you paid for? And so now you have a Harvard certificate that don't... I think we... Did we talk about this or was it somebody else? I think we talked about it. But she... Oh, that's when she was bragging about being accepted. Um, so she's graduated already. I mean, yeah, I guess she's done with the thing. It was like a weekend. <laughs> I'm pretty like, I mean, that's what I read that the course takes place over like a matter of a weekend or a few days, something to that effect. But I, okay, she's done. It's hers. Good for her. I mean, yeah, but anybody who pays for it can have the exact same thing. I just don't know that I would phrase it as I graduated from Harvard. It isn't because that is not <laughs> what that is. You completed a course and got a certificate. That is that. She was on Red Table Talk this week. I saw the the preview. I said, let me ready my spirit for this. Because if it's more about some more future, her damn, you know, whatever the fuck prayer she con concocted or whatever. I do not want to hear no more about that bullshit. That's I don't pretty care. much what it was. I don't want to hear no more about that. It was like. I don't. All she needed to do was start singing, God sent me an angel from the heaven above. Really? <laughs> Where is Amanda? Where, where is Amanda? Somewhere singing to a woman and not, still not uh, playing on key. What an, <laughs> was a great song though. A great run. A great artist. <clears throat> looks like Future's already trolling Sierra and with... For what? Uh, I don't know. Some oh, subliminal God stuff. There might it. be a song coming out this weekend or something like that. Even though nothing was really, nothing negative was said in the interview that I watched. Yeah. All she basically said was she wanted real love. <laughs> right. And, like, respect <laughs> and to feel good. And she found it. Well, you know, niggas will take that as uh, an offense. Like, how dare you, bitch? I loved you very, very generously Jada and genuinely like as well. Her life during that interview. Really? Because I forgot about, like, you know, there's. Uh oh, my bad. In the discussion of of Russell 
um, filling like this father figure role mm-hmm. for for baby future in of course way, while he's still the kid still has a connection to his biological father and mm-hmm. that mirroring um jada with trey will smith oh yeah son. yeah yeah oh that makes sense and the relationship that she had with his mother early on which was not great right <laughs> no <laughs> but i have heard them talk about that before yeah numerous the times. three of them and now they're like hey girl and right. everybody's on vacation and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> right big old happy blended family I hope very sweet now happen for <laughs> i mean yeah i hope the same thing can happen for yeah, that's, that's ideal and i think that it's just gonna take time and niggas logging off every now and then you know seriously i feel like i don't know if sierra or future or both of them is letting what people say on instagram gas them up but like you know this can all play out in real life without the benefit of the internet or without us taking part in any of it at all so So, you know if if for nobody else then do it for little future little the the most adorable little baby goddamn he is so cute (laughs) yes that little sweetheart fried chicken skins Ooh, where it kfc by themselves like in a bag like biscuits bitch that is not real that has to be a joke Oh, see, that's not American money. It must be in Russia or something. Oh, okay. What is our Indonesia? Go off Indonesia. All the international uh, fast food places, we have it way better food to be American. You know, that's what people tell me, but McDonald's in Paris was disgusting. Oh, well. It was disgusting. I mean, like, <laughs> the the original stuff that they only sell in, you know, like the McDonald's in Hong Kong. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm not talking the about the stuff items. you can get okay. here over there. Gotcha. I'm talking about the stuff that's like, you right, know, exclusive it's only to whatever there. country okay, they're in. that makes sense. That shit is like dope. And a lot of times I really want to try it, but fried chicken skin is not one of those things. I, I just... have to say I would take a bite. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say I would. <laughs> you might as well just go ahead and put the hypertension in the high. That's right. Just put it right in a, a cup for me. And may I have a side of sriracha as well? Okay. Well, <laughs> Thank you so much. You don't eat that because you want a low sodium diet, okay? You don't eat that because... <laughs> you concerned about your blood pressure. <laughs> For those of us who don't give a fuck about those things. Um, well, I might just stop with the topics there. Ooh, okay. Unless you want to talk about everybody dragging Linda Fairstein. <sighs> that bitch from the Central Park 5 case? Mm. If you want to. She looks like... A mess. I'm gonna ask you if you've seen the thing, but of course you've never seen that disgusting movie. She a big a toe, a big toe, like the blob, a big toe. Oh yeah. Oh, you know who she looked like? Like she Paula Deen's cousin. <laughs> Don't she look like she about to say, "I love butter, y'all." Paula Toe Deen's cousin. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Man. When when they see us has been out on Netflix for a little while. I mean, they just cry all over their goddamn world. Listen, I watched yeah. the preview and I said I'm actually spiritually not going to be able to do this. I haven't started it yet. Um, my plan is to start it tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or within the next few days. But I definitely was like, oh. When they see us, I will see you. 
because I've just not been. Um, yeah, I haven't been emotionally prepared for that. No, at I the moment, not. I did let it play though. I let it, I let the series play because I know them first week streams are important, and I will go back and watch it. But right now, I could not do it. It was just too much. Yeah, I was angry and crying just in the fucking trailer. Both of those emotions. Uh, uh-uh. it was too much. I well, did hear that they take shots at Trump, though, because, of course, Trump was one of the main ones talking about these boys deserve the death penalty and all that back then when it happened. So, yeah. And I love he's uh, clearly pissed about it, I'm sure. But you I know, mean, facts you, are facts, nigga. You yeah, did. I mean, there's that. You took out that whole page in the was it the New York Times? That whole ad like, man, fuck Donald Trump. Fuck so, him. Linda as well. You may munch dick. Um, and also, Candace, go back into the underground where they was feeding y'all rabbits and all you have. Oh, no. Scissors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Red jumpsuits. Good. Just go back down there. I don't. It really boggles my mind that Candace is being Owens is being called to come anywhere and say anything at any time on any subject because the bitch is so clearly not educated or qualified to talk about like anything. It's like, All you really need is like a pencil here? skirt and stockings and hate. Like that's like, like you don't have they to need really, a black Tommy Lauren. You really just need to have some dress clothes. <laughs> And uh, prejudice. And that's, you know, that's all that counts. Are you willing to sell out your people for no good reason? Bitch, the job is yours. Come on out. Yeah, fuck this one. I cannot believe, like, the fact that they acting like they didn't already know this about this woman. That's what is, like, crazy to me, how they're talking about, oh, this the firm is, like, talking about how they have to get her out now, now that the documentary is out. And I'm like, y'all didn't know this about this woman when she was brought on? I find that difficult to believe. Yeah, but you guys weren't in our fucking faces about it. When we it was different before. before you niggas came over here causing a fucking riot. God damn it, what the fuck else do you niggas <laughs> want from us? <laughs> fucking shit, we're getting rid of the bitch. Like, what do you want to do? Uh, I don't feel, you think I feel sorry for the bitch? I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's it for the hot tops this week. We're going to take a break and then we'll come back and uh, read your letters. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important. 
And I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, we're back. It is now time for us to read your letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Shout out to everybody who sent in the stories you have of white people in your lives who, when confronted, admitted that they also do not wash their entire bodies. (laughs) I would just like to take this time to send a prayer to all of the bathtubs, Jesus. Okay. That... um, are owned by folks who have just begun to wash their legs. Yes. I know that those tubs are in blackface now, Lord. (laughs) Haven't they going through it, Jesus? we just ask that you cover them. Mm -hmm. Okay? In your blood, God. Oh, Lord. Amen. For they need it. We need it, Father. My word. The sediment, okay? The filth coming off these people's bodies. I just We bind it in your precious and mighty name. My word. (laughs) It ain't happening. I know that scum (laughs) is present. Shout out to all the bubbles that will have to scrub their way (laughs) through the layers of mess y'all leaving them tubs. What was the bathroom cleaner called with the little mascot that was like a little scrub bro? Scrubbing bubbles. (laughs) I love scrubbing bubbles. I still use that shit. Spray my whole damn bathroom down. Come Bless the tubs down. with scrubbing bubbles. <laughs> Creatures, Father God. Okay. All right. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> questions to asktheread at gmail.com. Our first question this week comes from KG, who says, I'm a 25-year-old woman with four children. I have one child with my boyfriend of five years, and we're also raising his daughter from a previous relationship. We live together and split the bills 35-65, meaning he pays 65 and she pays 35. Okay. He paid my way through nursing school and took care of all the bills and holidays by himself for those two years. He has been the help and push that I needed. I have one half active baby daddy who was an ATM until 2016 when he lost his mama, his mind and his money. Since then, it's pretty much just been my boyfriend handling majority of the financial aspects of our five-year-old son. Recently, my baby daddy got into some shit and is facing a lot of time in prison. It has taken a toll on me and expedited my search for therapy. I've known my baby daddy for over 10 years. And although our relationship did not work out, I still have love for him and remain close to his family. And we have many mutual friends. The problem comes in because my boyfriend sees no reason for me to be upset about him going to prison. He tells me that shit don't affect us. And good thing your son got a stepdaddy. My boyfriend is emotionally incompetent and selfish. (laughs) I am directly affected because my son is losing his father, who he loves dearly despite his flaws. And I'm further affected because I've known this person for half my life and I know he does not deserve to be in prison. 
My sympathy is tearing me apart at the seams and he constantly overlooks it and only asks about the trial or phone call so that he can discuss it with his friends who are slightly familiar with my baby daddy. To make matters worse, my boyfriend does not know about the money that I spend on phone calls and commissary to help make my baby daddy as comfortable as possible in this fucked up situation i truly believe my boyfriend would lose his mind if he knew although i work daily as a nurse and i only spend my own money i know he would look at it as me throwing money to a nigga whose son he's raising i hate to lie to him or admit information should i tell him or should i treat it as if it's none of his business since it's my money i'm spending is that deceitful since we're supposed to be on a team i'm just in a rut and it seems like the one person that has always been on my side can't give me a hand or a listening ear thanks kg well um a lot lot going on there yeah a whole lot Mm -hmm. um this almost reminds me of the letter i feel like we read last week if not the week before with the the girlfriend or fiance or whoever it was that didn't appreciate homeboy homeboy's like ex-girlfriend's daughter calling him daddy yeah and it being sort of like an insecurity thing to me Mm -hmm. but um yeah now here's the thing i wouldn't be putting money on this nigga's books personally i would not um but right Mm. you (laughs) you simply being emotional about it being concerned about it being sympathetic I think that Shaniga got to get out of his feelings of that because a stepdaddy is great and wonderful. And if he's a good um, father and and is loving and, you know, just being great at raising this man's kid. Yes, you can appreciate that. But that doesn't mean that you can't feel bad like this. This kid's dad, biological right. dad, is still in a fucked up and, and shitty situation mm-hmm. and won't have access to his son because of it. I think that you, again, the person who carried these human beings around in your body, um, is well within their right to be upset about that. It's not like, oh my God, my baby daddy going to jail. I'm going to miss him so much. I wish we could fuck one more time. <laughs> you know, like... Well, that's actually I was going to ask. Like, do you still have feelings for your baby daddy? I mean, well, if that's what it is, then you, again, honesty. It sounds like, you know, it. childhood sweetheart. Because she's only 25. And this new boyfriend, they've been together for... Well, not even new. They've been together for five years. Meaning you and that, your baby daddy probably been kicking it since y'all was like 10 or 11 years old. Something crazy like that. So I would not be surprised if you still have feelings for him. And that's, you know, the driving force behind a lot of this. If you still did have feelings for him, then, I mean, keep it real with yourself at the very least. Right. You don't have to go directly to your boyfriend and be like, why is that still a feeling for him? I don't (laughs) know. No, don't do that. But at least don't lie to your motherfucking self. (laughs) Then you can work towards the place that you feel that you need or want to be but if you don't have feelings for him and you really are just tore up about it because your your kid's dad mm-hmm. is, is locked up i just feel like you're allowed and this nigga shouldn't be like yeah well i don't see what you so goddamn upset about because baby got a stepdaddy well yeah but but this is still a painful traumatic thing nigga like he's definitely wrong for acting like you shouldn't feel no type of way about it even if it's just i'm hurting because my baby is hurting that's very valid and i feel like that's enough yeah it really is you don't need nothing beyond that so he's definitely being a dick i just think you need to like if you said be honest with yourself about why you're doing this because girl 
Anybody with four kids needs every dime they can get. And I know whatever money you putting on this nigga's books, you could be spending on yourself or your kids. You said you're looking for therapy. You might could put some therapy co-pays towards whatever it is you're giving to this nigga. Like, I get it. But if I were in a relationship with somebody and they were spending like... And cohabitating, like sharing our lives, kind of relationship. Yeah, I mean, y'all and I'm fronting most of the bills. Down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fronting most of the bills so that you can go put money on your baby daddy's books. I don't care if you are just spending your money; you could be spending more towards the house that you're not spending because you're giving it to that nigga. Like, I would definitely feel a way about that. So, I think both of y'all have some places where you need to like reflect and grow. I think y'all can get through this, but not without some real honest communication. Like, does he not have any other support? Does he not have anybody else that? Well, calls she said that she's still or... in. She says she's still close with his family, and they have a lot of mutual friends. Right. So, so. if if he if Larry's like no, like everybody turned their back on him, or yeah, right. nobody calling him, nobody visiting Mm-mm. him, nobody doing whatever, then I could understand the like. If he was alone in this yeah, world, feeling conflicted about it or whatever, but taking care of your baby daddy is not your responsibility yeah. them kids are your responsibility yeah. so i feel like yeah the the putting money on his books and all that you need to be real with yourself about that situation but your baby daddy needs to be real about the fact that of course y'all's his stepson is going to be affected by this of course he is so everybody involved just needs to be real about the situation but y'all have to be able to talk about it openly and if i were you i wouldn't tell my baby daddy i've been putting or i wouldn't tell my boyfriend i've been putting money on my baby daddy's books yeah no i wouldn't tell him that either but i would stop doing that shit as yep. well yep. <laughs> i would stop doing that shit as well girl yep. let his mom and them take care of him let all the mutual friends take care of him you got your own family yeah sis all right Good luck to you, though, because that is not an enviable situation at all. Next question comes from... Mm. No, that's mess. This next question comes... Well, we love mess. <laughs> I'll do it after this one. Okay. It comes from Leanne. <clears throat> Leanne Ryan? says... I was thinking Leanne LaHavis, actually, but... Okay. Uh, Let's see. I'm the youngest of five... I'm 22 years old and the next youngest child is 31. So I became an aunt when I was six. (laughs) The kids I was actually around were more of my siblings to me than nieces and nephews. Wait, wait, wait. You're 20. Oh, she's the youngest of five kids. Right. But her brothers and sisters are all way older than her. Right. But I don't know why her saying uh, the second youngest is 31. So I was an aunt when I was six. Made me think, wait. (laughs) what is happening here when did the 31 year old have a child no (laughs) okay yeah no that's i'm sorry there's nine years in between y'all so okay when one of my nieces was seven she asked for an instagram account and because i was 14 i didn't see a problem with it we sat and made an account and it went well i checked in on her often because i had her password we told her mom about it and also and she also checked in a lot Now baby girl is 14 going on 15 and she made a private Instagram with only about 100 followers. I don't think she remembers that she added me on this particular page. There are no pictures of herself or her face and her real name isn't on it. She posts random pictures with the wildest captions. There's a picture of hickeys on her neck talking about sneaking to some little nigga's house with her cousin and asking how to get rid of them before her dad, my brother, sees Then later, she posted about how she managed to hide them during a visit. Another post was about running away and being sick of her stepdad. (laughs) Being sick of her stepdad because he says he's her dad when he goes to school events. (laughs) So 14. 
Oh, Lord. The kids comment and thinks the shit is hilarious or tell or they tell her that they'll run away with her because they have a rough life, too. This girl has never had a rough life to the point of running away. She's just at that weird leave me alone point in her teenage life. Yep. The stuff she says scares me because that's my baby, my little sister, my niece, etc. At the same time, it's basic, normal 14 year old girl shit. I sound old, but I don't remember going through shit like this. I don't want to say anything and risk her blocking me because I feel like somebody has to see this stuff and be in the be in the know. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck, girl? Calm your ass down. I no longer have a close relationship with my brother to sit and tell him and he'll flat out tell her that I and he'll flat out tell her if I did and won't handle it in the best way. I want to tell her mom, but I'm not sure how she'll deal with it, especially since she's newly married and she's letting her husband be the disciplinary in Ooh. the house. Yikes. Oh. Do I talk to her or just stay silent until something really alarming is posted? Thanks, Leanne. <sighs> <laughs> now I understand why this little girl is acting out on a private Instagram. Right. Like those now last couple of sentences yep. were like Now I get it. Oh, okay, here's the recipe. <laughs> I wanna wanna, I wanna run away because my mama married some new nigga and he get to run me now? What the fuck is that? She probably hate that. Everything about that. And is not allowed to confront her mama about them feelings. And you already know your brother, her daddy, is gone trip. Like you said it yourself. So I would probably, first of all, this is exactly why I don't need or want to be exposed to any of my underage family members' social media accounts. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't need to see it. I don't want to know anything about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't follow don't. anybody under 18 on social media. No. Mm-mm. Maybe like celebrities. Like, I mean, child kids, right, right. Like, <laughs> like Sky Jackson or something. But <laughs> my little cousins, hell no. No, I don't. Hell no. Why don't want to know your little seventh grade business? No. Nope. I do not Keep want it away to know. From me, no, y'all could t- text me if you need me. <laughs> I uh, I think that I would approach her and be like, hey, so not sure if you know this, totally follow you. Um, I've been seeing the shit you're posting. What's up? You know, like, yeah. I don't think I would go to um, either parent, especially since you have made it clear that that doesn't seem like it would be conducive to uh, a positive experience. Yes, yeah, not going to work out well <laughs> all around. Um, so I would say, yeah, I'd probably speak to her. One on one, just be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really have to remember every waking moment of your fourteen-year-old angst to just know that being at that age is just, just garbage. Thinking back, my God, if it's, there was an Instagram back then, the shit I would have posted, <laughs> I would have been, been like, "Is this bitch okay?" They would have come together. <laughs> <laughs> they would have literally put me into. They would have come and got me, yes, and taken me away. <laughs> Um. That's yeah, true. I think I would just probably try to to talk to her and be like, I'm not even coming at you, coming at you from like a disciplinary place. Yeah, so we'll know what's going on, how you're feeling. Like, feel like you can say whatever to me that you can't say to any of the other grown ups. And I just want to like be yeah. a safe space for you to be able to talk about these things because at the end of the day, like, you're not her parent mm-hmm. so there's only so much that you can do right but you're not sure that her parents will be helpful and it's just a sensitive age where the wrong thing could Ooh. lead to some really just unnecessary <laughs> unnecessary and dramatic things yes so 
Yeah, I think I was just trying to talk to her one-on-one and see where she's coming from and just at least try to build a connection there. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Exact same situation, except I probably wouldn't tell her. I wouldn't remind her that I follow this burner Instagram, her Finsta. I would just be like, <laughs> I would try. I mean, and teenagers are not dumb. They can see through adults like trying to connect to them like I see you over here like trying to be my friend (laughs) like I get that but I would let her know you know it is important for teenagers to have an adult that they trust and so I would probably approach her in person I guess ideally and just and from an angle of like so what's it like you know now that your mom and Peter or whatever are married you know how's everything in the house y'all getting along And just let it go from there. Because I feel like so much of what she's dealing with is this whole how come everything is switched up now with this new nigga and he ain't my daddy. And how come mama is acting like this? And why come I don't see my real daddy as much? It's probably all that shit. So I would just let her know that emotional stuff, you can always come over here and let it out on me if you feel like it's not safe to go to your mama or your daddy about it. Whatever can build that connection, you know, because you're definitely right in that teenagers are not stupid. No. And we absolutely... <laughs> you're like, do you want to talk about your feelings? I'm like, hell no, bitch, go I away. I definitely remember that age <laughs> and people coming at me with that energy and being like, okay, girl, no. Don't try like, to relate to me and my dark sadness. Sweetie. <laughs> no. You don't get me. You have no idea what the fuck I'm <laughs> I don't want your fucking <laughs> No, but yeah, like I I however you can establish that connection, even if it's just like making it clear that you're there yes. for that and the door is open. Yes. Whatever can can do that cuz again, another great point is that it's really important for teenagers, especially I think uh, teenage girls to have an adult around them that they can mm-hmm. trust and they can just go to and say whatever and maybe cuss and get away with oh, it. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. An adult, that cool Annie that you can cuss around and she won't tell nobody. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She always... You Let can, her cuss. You can ask Listen. her for $10 on Cash App and she got you. <laughs> Let her cuss. <laughs> I feel like if you let her cuss in front of you, that's she that's get a the real feelings sign. out. Oh yeah, it's like oh, oh I can I'm do safe this. Here. <laughs> okay, cool. Let me tell you about this other shit that happened. <laughs> and then you never know, you know, just everything that's going on in her little fourteen-year-old mind. So, yeah. good luck with y'all. That's tough, but you know, these kids grow up, and it it's happening to me. Looking at some of my younger cousins and the shit that they ask me, and just the way they interact now, and I'm like. You niggas, we used to play tea party. What the fuck is this? <laughs> like y'all whole grown people now, like dating and oh my god. Okay. I definitely remember thirteen and fourteen year olds around me being like <laughs> I was the complete nerd, you know, and still just I don't know, into yeah. anime and video games and writing fan fiction. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. <sighs> I mean, Listening to Trina, obviously, and Trick to Eddie and, and connecting with the ratchetness that is still evolved within me. But I yeah. do remember being that age and wondering why so many of my peers wanted to be grown so fast. <laughs> like, they were, like, just zooming to it. It was Smoking me. weed and fucking. Oh, okay, no, like, all kinds of shit. And I'm just thinking... 
Whoa. <laughs> everybody, everybody, calm down. Oh, right. I ever tell you about when I was in high school? I had to have been like 15, maybe, maybe 16. I think I was a freshman. Okay. And so I definitely was not 16. And one of my best friends in the school, this was... I was definitely a freshman because my freshman year was the only year of my high school life where seniors were allowed to leave campus. After oh, that, they shut after that, they shut that shit down because it was too much drama and accidents and kids getting yeah, hurt or killed off campus. It's the exact same in my school, to... but we left anyway. <laughs> a lot of kids didn't still leave, <laughs> but you were no longer permitted. Right. But in that first year, I remember one of my very best friends in the school was leaving campus. She was going to go smoke weed. She was like, you want to come with us? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> Y'all are gonna get. Haven't you paid attention when Dare comes to the school? No, you did. No, I did not say that. <laughs> I'm gonna say this is corny ass. Drugs are for losers. No, I was no. like, no, nah, girl, I'm good. I would have been too scared of getting caught, getting in trouble by a grown up. That would have been what I wasn't even scared me. of getting caught. I was just, I was like 15, so I was scared of whatever being high oh. might feel like. I wasn't worried about getting caught because I don't even know where the fuck they were going. They were, they were or she was going to go do it with a kid who was finished with high school. So like... Oh no, that's way too, that's way too scary for me. I was like, <laughs> oh hey girl, I'll be back, I'll be here when you get back. <laughs> like, yeah, because 14 she, year old me is still fully a virgin and virginal. Totally. I'm not, I'm not doing bad things. She said to me like, you Jamaican, you don't want to smoke no goddamn weed? <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Bitch, I'm 14. <laughs> like, <laughs> the fuck does me? First of all, I she was, was born disgusting. and Miami Baptist. <laughs> Let's talk there. Secondly, what? I'm a child. Like, that don't matter. <laughs> that do not matter. And I feel like around, like, I remember having friends who were talking about being pregnant or just getting somebody pregnant and all this stuff again mm. in high school and me thinking who are you <laughs> like I was a kid my nigga yeah. I was like I don't That's I never so even real. felt like I was missing out on anything me either or like I needed to catch up you know those teen movies where they're like like Booksmart which I haven't seen yet but I can't wait to go see where yeah, like these cute. teenagers are just like we've been doing so well and getting, and getting straight A's and we're so well prepared for the adult world let's get booze <laughs> and like <laughs> yes. fuck it I've never had that me, at all mm, I was too scared to I, I tried but it was killed. still it was still like Christian sheltered you know country ass attempts at like being grown but it was still like I was fully 18 years old and thinking that I was doing something by like smoking black and miles at a house party like I was just, just so far behind everybody when I else discovered <laughs> the black and miles oh nigga them wine ones <laughs> Oof. The ghetto shit I used to do. I'm I'm lucky that I can draw breath right now. <laughs> I can't imagine smoking a black and mild in 2019, but in 2000, death. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm dying right away if I smoke a black. Niggas like, really, we used to buy packs of black because black packs. Like what the niggas with? Like, with the weed niggas needed weed and blacks and you had to get all the different flavored swishes I was rappers definitely and smoking oh black and miles and, God, and black and miles were like the first thing that I smoked period because I to refused to get to smoke weed again I was too yeah. concerned with what being high felt like yeah and cigarettes stink 
to me, still to this day. Whereas black and mine smelled fantastic. <laughs> so I was like, hey, at least just try this whole they thing. Smell out. like, you know, black and mouth smell like niggas. They smell like home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they do. It's, it's, you smell black and mouth, you're like, there's some niggas around. Yeah. And I feel safe. I feel comfortable. Yep. I feel, this is where I belong. Yeah. Yep. Cloves, too. Oh, my God. Nigga, I went back to Oklahoma and they still sell cloves in the cigar bar. When I said, be- give me a pack. <laughs> When a nigga was posted at the let out and pulled a clove out, it was like, oh, excuse us. You got some clove. Candy ass cigarettes. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's how we used to be. All right. So don't know how we got off on such a huge. We just went into our our origin stories. But yeah, (laughs) be a friend to that baby organically. Okay, here's the one that I said was messy and promised that I would read. It's from Tim, who says... I'm 20 years old and I'm still under my mama's roof by the grace of God. Mm-hmm. About four months ago, my mom met this guy that she's currently dating. He has four kids and they come over every other weekend. Fast forward to last Wednesday, I got a phone. He has how many? He has four kids. Okay. And they come over every other weekend. Wow. Okay. Fuck that. But anyway. Bitch. Nigga, because if my child is 20 and yours are young enough that they still have weekend visits, <laughs> we, we can't work. We not... I'm done. Nigga, I'm not starting over with kids that ain't even mine. You got me fucked up. Or <laughs> Anyway, woo. Last Wednesday, I got a phone call from someone I went to middle school with. He's gay, and he was trying to give me information about my mom's boyfriend. I asked him how he knew my mom's friend, but he said... <laughs> and he told me that her boyfriend is down low, and he has a grinder account. He sent me a screenshot of Whoa. the profile... Uh, and what? lo and behold, it is my mama's boyfriend in the shirt that my mama bought for him. Oh, God. It has been the number one thing in my head ever since. I don't know how to tell my mom that her boyfriend is gay, let alone down low. Any advice would be pre- appreciated. Please help. To okay. The, uh, that was a struggle to read, but thank you for your letter. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I told you. So, Tim's mama mm-hmm. is dating a nigga with four kids. And met four months ago. And and somehow the kids are at her house all of the time? Every other weekend. But I don't know why that detail was included because it has nothing to do with the point of the letter. But yeah. but it's still quite interesting. Yeah, that four months in, your kids are at her house twice a Every- week. That okay, but um, and they in if they come into my house, then that means he lives in my house four months in, and you living in my house. I'm really confused. Well, um, and so enter who was it that showed showed a friend of his from middle school who is gay and saw the mama's boyfriend on Grinder, took a screenshot and sent it to him. Awful. I, I've, I've. I'm struggling with this because it's hard for me to believe that niggas are this stupid. Like, it's really hard no. for me to believe that niggas would be in a whole relationship with a woman and on Grinder and, like, easily searchable and everything else. Like, do you not think any... You know Grinder goes off location, right? You know the people around you will see this? Like, the people in your community? Yeah. So... It just kind of seems like incredibly stupid that somebody would do something like this. I'm struggling with that a lot. Maybe he unlocked his pics. <laughs> you know what? Maybe he did. Maybe he did. I, you know, this is difficult because I 
don't really like outing people and that sort of thing. Like, I really feel right. like that's very inappropriate. And <clears throat> I, I know my answer. People used to threaten me with outing me, and it used to really like scare the shit out of me. So yeah. I don't like that. Mm. And at the exact same time, like if if this is real and that really is your mama's boyfriend, I would not be able to not tell her. I would have to show her the screenshot and be like, "Do with it what you want," but I can't not tell my mama about this. I would definitely uh, approach this nigga that's been at, to my house all of eight goddamn times, however many times with his kid. <laughs> the fact that you sat there and edited. <laughs> I would definitely approach this nigga and be like, so, here, um, saw this. That's even better. And um, I want you to know that I don't play about my mama, so what are we going to do here? <laughs> like, I actually like that way better. What is it that we we do here? Because, you know, mm-hmm. you you have four kids, so your dick has clearly met pussy. And, right. You, and if you're bi, then that is... Well, see, and I feel like I don't know if that's... If it's like a he's bisexual kind of thing. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. But if, if he's open about that, then the mama would already know. That's, so... That's, that's just it. It isn't about, oh my goodness, you like niggas, get out of our home. Right. It is, does my mama know this? Okay, yeah. how quickly can she? Okay. That's all I want. You know what I'm saying? If my mama wants to, to date a nigga who's bisexual, mm-hmm. go my mama for being, um, what's the word? Smart? Because I doubt any other cis man is worth dating if he's not a little queer. Oh, a line. I mean, okay, really there are like six of y'all I know. Like Deval and like four other people I know. Um, yeah, I think that I would definitely find a time to approach him about it and be like, "Look, this passed um, through the grapevine and <laughs> fell into my lap." I really and like that. Here we go. What yeah. are we going to do about this? Because I like putting. You have it on to him. understand yeah. that I. Need That's for my, my mama, mama to be right. aware of this, right? So, what do you want to go and tell her? Or yeah. What do you want to? What do you want I like to that a lot because he's a grown man, and he's the one who needs to. If he has not been honest with your mama, then he needs to do like that. Is definitely his responsibility. So, I do think though that it's a very good chance that this nigga is going to be like, "That's not me," or that that's fake, or da 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 da, which kind of leaves you at the drawing board. <laughs> Because then it's like, okay, okay, you clearly don't have any plans of saying anything to her. So right. now then what do I... Well, you know what? Is it fake? Like, go on Grindr before you confront him and see, can you find the Grindr profile? Right. Did this person send you these pictures? Did they show it Somebody to you on to the phone? Somebody trying to be like, But even then, like, they could have... I don't know what the fuck this nigga looked like. He could be bait. Somebody could have seen his picture on Instagram or Facebook or somewhere and just taken his picture and used it, you know... But he's to, wearing a shirt that his mama bought him. Remember? The boyfriend in the picture. Right. Right. They could have just used a picture that he posted in that shirt. Oh, like catfishing. Like, yeah, that's You what know I it's mean. really him. Oh, that's a good point. Does he have that picture posted anywhere else? See, you got to get into the real detective. Yeah, you might just do a little questions. murder she wrote. Yep. You need to do a little bit more research. <laughs> this is where your internet and really, yeah. comes in hand. Definitely before you approach this nigga, figure out the likelihood of yeah. this being authentic. Because, yeah, niggas definitely just pull pictures of motherfuckers that they think are cute and catfish them using my... I know it's some fake like, kid using, theories. Uh, like, <laughs> I know it is. I've seen at least three or four um, people <laughs> send me pictures like, so I was talking to this nigga and... And, there's, and I was like, of 
all of the niggas you could use. <laughs> like, me. how much work did I get you? They I probably get a lot of attention because niggas probably really think it's you for a little while, at least. Maybe at first. But like those apps are usually used to hook up with someone. Right. So why would you use somebody else? Because like. You know, like when you show up, like do I you see that you're a, a totally different person? This is not going to go well. <laughs> well, people, a lot of people use those apps and never have any intention of hooking up. They just want the attention. They're in the very, very small minority. Oh, I'm thinking of the people on Catfish, <laughs> like the TV show. Oh, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of different. But I'm talking about like grinders specifically in those apps are you're usually on there for somebody who wants to fuck. Right. Which, no judgment. I'm just saying, like, if you use my picture, that's what I'm like. Yeah. What people are just going to be like, um. Yeah. What? I'm very much, I changed my answer. I am absolutely in favor of going to this man instead of your mama, first and foremost. You can probably tell by his reaction. Maybe. Yeah, that's true as well. <laughs> I would definitely do as much prep work as I could before I actually approached him, just so I'm comfortable with what I'm talking right. about. Because if but he's then, like, yeah. Grindra, what the hell? <laughs> I don't know what the hell you, what oh. the hell? I ain't never seen no shit like this in my life. <laughs> yeah, because those niggas are terrible liars too. So, oh, oh quite often, quite often. Why? Tell me why last night after the, after Megan the Stallion's party, the nigga, one of the niggas who was working the door walked by me and I had on like a rainbow top and he was like i know what that means it means you're a femi and i was like what well i was so confused and he was like yeah you a femi okay go pride and that's when i realized are you trying to just say fem? he was trying to say fem and did not know how <laughs> never heard and femi. i was like it's it's <laughs> i wanted to correct his pronunciation so bad but it was not worth it and i was just like all right, sir. You're you're have a nice night. Get okay, home safe. Bye. <laughs> like, yeah, pride. I'm like, nigga, what? Y'all know what that means. The streets are so weird. What? Be- what? Shut up. Right, what so is weird. it? Okay. Okay, but anyway, good yeah. luck to everybody involved. That's messy, but hopefully y'all can um figure it out in a non-violent or threatening or scary or otherwise type of way. Uh, yeah, let's wrap up. <laughs> That's enough of the questions this week. Send yours to asktheread at gmail.com. We'll be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. <laughs> but If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero go get some help talk some stuff out let's get back to the show 
Okay, we're back, and it is time for the read. It is. I will go first because I'm actually passing my read. Pass the read like we used to. This read comes from. It doesn't say that I can't say your name, and I don't know why you wouldn't want me to say your name. This is pretty good email. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say it. It's Alexandria. Alexandria says, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Alex says, hey, Kifir and Crystal, it's the month of pride. And I know this is when fake ass allies show their lack of integrity and overall dumbness. Oh, no, it says dumbassness. Sorry. <laughs> so please sit back, relax, and let me drag these idiots. One, if you're going to call yourself an ally, actually be one. Don't be an ally for the month of June. And as soon as July 1st comes through, you hit us with, oh, well, I love gay people. I just don't agree with your lifestyle. Two, in order to be an ally, you need to understand that you're basically in the same position as white people who listen to Formation. Enjoy celebrating <laughs> from the sidelines. And don't put on your cape and think that your heterosexual perspective is the same as the homosexual experience. It ain't. You know that, and yet you continue to be like, all orientations matter. Three, why allies specifically? Let me tell y'all something. If you claim to be an ally to the LGBTQ plus community, do not limit that to only your people. LGBTQ people of color exist and they have two battles to fight. I would say two or three battles because if you're a queer woman of color, you have the queer, the woman, and the color. Um, Their rights, regardless of their sexual orientation or identity and, you know, being allowed to be a person of color in America. If you claim to be an ally and any of these statements made you uncomfortable, then you're not an ally. You're a fake ally and that's worse. You claim to be down for the cause, but you're contributing to the bullshit they have to fight. So take this moment, absorb what I've told you and get your shit together. Don't make me get Drogon and have to roast you like the... Forever Targaryen I am. Wow. Sincerely, a black hetero cisgenuine ally who's <laughs> tired of y'all's fake ass bullshit. Uh, well, okay then. So I just picked that one because I kind of was going to go over um, how June 1st hit and so many corporations gave us the rainbow version oh of God. their logo. Yes. And then the madness just starts. It's almost as if this hasn't gone on for years and people can't pick up on patterns. <laughs> so... <laughs> For those of y'all who are still stewing in your homophobia and calling it soup or whatever the fuck it That's is. That's related to my read as well. Um, I want y'all to know that for many of us uh, gay, especially those of us who've been gay for quite many decades at this point. <laughs> Deep in it. Um, we don't be caring about this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, for to be quite honest, these motherfuckers are trying to sell things. And while the message is appreciated, I would definitely, I appreciate that more than the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, Nickelodeon changing that into <laughs> a rainbow or Kmart or Champs or whoever the fuck. Yeah. They're just like, hey, gays, buy from us. We don't hate you. Right. That much. Like, whatever. So, <sighs> while y'all be getting bent, out of, bent up all over the shapes. No, that's not how that goes. Bent out of shape. There you go. All over the place. Remember, <clears throat> you look and sound crazy. Well. Um, <laughs> it would probably be Ooh. like a fresh two weeks before motherfuckers start talking, stop talking about pride like that for real, for real. Mm-hmm. And at the end of June, then I think that's kind of when the parties really start. So that's when the white gays will be plenty drunk. Oh, um, but yep. all of these discussions of straight pride parades and... <laughs> Like you, I, you're that upset. You're that mad. Like you, the city of Boston, man. You hate, you hate that hard. Yeah. Like that's just a parade. That's there's no that 
What? I don't even understand where the confusion, because it's always like, who? why do you feel like you have to broadcast your sexuality to everybody? And it's just like, you're either that daft mm. or it's a good song. you are pretending to be. And I just can't figure out which one is worse. You have to recognize I was trying to think about it. <laughs> the existence or the experience that LGBTQ people live in yes. every single day. Yes. So it makes sense for gay people to have events where they can celebrate who they are. Don't nobody say nothing to y'all. When Burning Man and Bonnaroo come around and you motherfuckers want to go and you go in and sniff coke off of your inner thighs and do whatever the fuck it is that you do. Mm-hmm. You're just simply allowed. <laughs> yep. so I don't understand why. And I think that another thing about it that's so disheartening is to see marginalized groups of people <sighs> who you'd expect would get the ignorance behind this mm-hmm. since you're slapped with pretty much the same thing all of the time seeing so many of those groups of people be like totes agree <laughs> it's like <laughs> okay well I guess I'll stay in bed today oh man so yeah I just I, I decided that I wanted to read that letter because I felt like it sort of uh, perfectly encapsulates my feelings mm-hmm. about um, allies fake or or not and um, this Pride Month mm-hmm. and a lot of y'all's reactions to it. Like, I would just like to, you know, <laughs> eat and be able to take care of people that I care about. Mm, and, that would be nice. You know, be just left live in to peace. live yeah. in a peaceful, <laughs> to live in equal peace. Just allowed to work and exist and have a home and a family and go to the doctor. Mind business. Just be a human, you know? Mind your business. Just human things. I just don't know why we can't. I'm so glad you brought it up, honestly, because my read this week is in the same vein, except it is somebody else in the LGBTQ community who is hating on another one of us. So Andrew Caldwell and James Wright Chanel? You... (laughs) Did you see that? We'll talk about it later. I, I'm so mad you just said that because now I feel compelled to look up whatever this is. <laughs> it's pretty and good. I have to see this. It's pretty good. I will look at this later. I cannot believe you just did that to me. Okay. Anyway, this past weekend, a young man named Craig went viral because oh my god, he works at a Holiday Inn. There was a racist woman who was in the Holiday Inn. You've probably seen this video. Yeah. And she's wanting to be allowed to stay in the hotel. However, he's not letting her stay there because she called him a fucking nigger on the phone. There's great phrases. You know, he stays calm and in control, but still very much letting these white people know that they bullshit is not tolerated. You know, we all go up for it when we first see it. Yay. I could tell he was gay. No shade. I just could tell he was gay. And so I was like, yes, gay black man, you better go off on these racist ass white people i love this not even 12 full hours later i have to say thank you so much to all you kids who were raised on being internet like researchers you kids who like honed your skills on tumblr and you can find everybody's problematic everything 
my hat's off to you bitches because they went back and found tweets from this man some that are very old and some that are as recent as two or three weeks ago saying stuff like I'm gay I'm sinning already but y'all trans people are on another level that I just can't get with y'all playing with God by changing your sex y'all trying to trans shame but I'm sorry I'm not supporting that bullshit you can change your body but you can't change the fact that you can't have babies blah 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 y'all mad I said what I said etc there are a lot of these transphobic tweets. So of course, you know, <laughs> the internet reacted and and rightfully so because this man went viral calling out people who were bigoted and then was also bigoted towards somebody in his same community. And I'm not even trying like I'm not trying to single him out necessarily um as an individual, it's more of this mindset. It's a lot of people out here who are ignorant like Craig is. And I know he has, you know, fake apologized and put out an iOS press release and I went mean, on Instagram you, Live. He was and just tweeting this too. Still arguing with you, Nick. I mean, and arguing with people back and forth. He done already put out shirts, you know, with it's a Best Western next door or whatever. Like, I bet he did. Absolutely capitalizing on this viral thing as much as possible anyway. But... I just want to remind y'all, like Kid Fury said, like we are in the middle of Pride Month now and we just heard a letter from somebody calling out fake allies. A lot of us who are LGBTQIAA are so hateful towards people who are the T. And okay, I like that. I do too. I like that a lot. That was actually Y'all really are the T. Yeah. <laughs> but like for real, we are this transphobia is so deeply embedded in us as a society that even people who know what it is like to be discriminated against for their sexual orientation or their gender presentation or their gender identity, just look for somebody that they can also crush in the same way they have been crushed. A lot of us, and somebody else tweeted this to me and I thought it was so smart. Remember on Pose when Blanca was like, you a gay black boy, who else are you going to use? Like, how else are you going to feel superior? Yeah. You have to shit on trans women because you don't have nobody else in society who is lower than you are. Like, but... But it hurts even more for me seeing somebody who is what I would call a part of my like global community as far as like people who share my same race and queer orientation. It hurts that much more to me to see how we treat people who are going through so much more in their everyday lives than most of us ever have to deal with. Like you don't have to understand trans people. You don't have to figure out why people are trans. You don't have to know everybody's birth name and life history and were you traumatized and were you this and were you that. People are who they are and you need to accept it and not even just accept it but actively work to not further hurt those people and it don't take a lot it don't take a lot to use somebody's pronouns it don't take a lot to respect the fact that humans are humans and they deserve the same basic that's just that's it it's really that fucking simple but when it comes to people who are already marginalized so many of us just want to experience that feeling of being dominant over somebody else that we take out whatever power we have on them. We see this a lot with queer men or black men, black straight men, especially y'all love to act like what you really want is the freedom to behave exactly like white men do. And that seems to like also mean terrorizing women and getting away with it. It's kind of like y'all don't even really want equality for everybody 
you just want the ability to also dominate somebody else and oppress other people. And it's like, that's not really what the goal is supposed to be here. If you are black and queer and you think that it makes sense for you to take it upon yourself to spread hatred about the trans community or even more specifically the black trans community, I just don't. I'm really having a hard time understanding how you can claim to love yourself and treat other people that way. I really do. Like when I saw these tweets and I saw how it's not just like he said something about trans people one time. This is a topic that you feel strongly about and you brought it up over and over and over again. And I just cannot help but wonder what unexamined shit is going on in your life to where you feel like it's appropriate or makes sense or is a good thing to lash out at people who ain't did shit to you. Trans women, trans men, non-binary people, they don't want shit but to live their lives like everybody else. They want to be left the fuck alone to live like we just said. They want to be able to have jobs and contribute to their families and, you know, live regular, normal, happy lives. That's the thing, yeah. And so for you to be so hateful, so nasty, so gross about it, and then also still expect us, the black community, to like ride behind you because you had these racist ass people at your job. And now he mad talking about it's one thing for y'all to be irritated online, but don't be calling Holiday Inn trying to get me fired and all this. Sir, you filmed yourself going off on these people. It's not like somebody was in the lobby and taped you and then released it to the shade room and now you went viral against your will. You filmed it knowing you was about to go off on them people. You uploaded it and now this is the fallout. So if you think that we're going to put aside your transphobia to support you while you are dragging these racist ass white bitches. You got a whole nother thing coming. I'm sure some niggas will and they won't give a fuck about none of this and they accept your little fake apology or they never gave a shit in the first place and they'll still be all about whatever it is you, Craig, do. But the rest of us are not going to sit up here and throw support or resources or whatever else behind somebody who feels like where he sins because he called it a sin where he sins or where he fucks up is the last acceptable line of sinning or fucking up and anybody who sins differently than you do is somehow a worse person or somebody who needs to be looked down upon now I don't think you know, being gay or being trans is a sin. You clearly do, sir. And so maybe you need to take some time and sit with why you feel like who you are goes against God. Because I'm sure that has a lot to do with why you feel like trans people ain't worth shit. But sir, 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 I guess you learned today. You're not going to be able to hate on and not it like it's if you look at the tweets, it's like detailed it is like vitriol towards people who are not doing shit to you and just trying to live so i'm sorry that you had this grand rise to internet fame and by the time the sun set it had all turned on you and niggas hated you but that's the way the viral weed tumbles i don't even know like this is just what happens like you're a fucking dickhead because you doubled down on it on top of that like y'all could just take the criticism learn from it and do differently. But instead, you want to act like people are wrong for being offended by the hateful things you said. Man, kiss my ass. And it's Pride Month on top of that. God damn. I just get so annoyed with it's shit really like ridiculous. that. Like, <clears throat> I just don't understand. I know that it's it's less about the people that you are hating. It's not even so much about transgender people as much as it is 
you just looking for whatever semblance of power through um, hate Mm -hmm. or through, you know, disrespect of another group of people. But sis, how do you how are you so very clearly Mm. awake in what prejudice is so much to the fact so much to the point that you are recording yourself denying someone else Mm -hmm. access to this hotel that you work in because of something racist and deservedly so right and deserved because we celebrated it that was fantastic you get that (laughs) right but then you turn around and express that like it's this what i'm saying like i just don't get how people don't see the similarities the reflections and all of this shit when you could simply even if you don't you know unfortunately if you decide not to make an effort of any kind to understand like you said Mm -hmm. you cannot understand and still mind your goddamn business and worry about your motherfucking self and let people live and have this like i just don't understand why the fuck you care you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying if 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 you don't feel like trying to just get it then get out the way (laughs) at the very least you know what i'm saying like i think the eighth transgender woman was just murdered this year like see, see I didn't even what's wanna... her name Chanel Chanel Lindsay second woman Ch- in two yeah, weeks Chanel or Chanel something like that but yeah it's like we hear these stories about black trans women specifically being targeted and killed by men in our community who cannot handle the people that they see in front of them and yet you somebody else who, if these niggas had the chance, like they would also stomp a hole I in mean, your I just ass. Don't see what you. And yeah, you skipping yes. right over that to join them in the hatred. It don't make sense. It's like poor Republicans voting alongside rich Republicans. Like you do understand. They don't you, you, like, like you. you farmers are voting for Donald Trump and what he do talking about tariffs with Mexico and now you can't sell your soybeans to China and everybody losing money and you owe taxes for the first time in years like yeah bitch because you got on the on the wrong team ho, so that you could hate on somebody else who didn't do shit to you just leave people like I just you could do better though you could just do better you just you could just leave people alone it's you know how so many easy. See things I see on a day to day basis that I'm just like oh okay <laughs> and I just I'm gonna just keep on going <laughs> I ain't even gonna stop and dwell on that for too long <laughs> But just people just come up with the dumbest stuff, especially when they feel like within their right to hate others because it just makes them feel like, well, it's it, like he perfectly said it. Yeah. I've got my sin, but at least I'm not black. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's where like that. all of that shit came from. I saw Marlon Wayans posted like a, a photo of his daughter. I remember if she was graduating or maybe going to, I don't know what she, maybe it was her birthday. I don't remember what okay. it was. Or maybe it was just for pride. But he posted a, like a happy pride thing to her and how much he loves her and supports her and all that kind of thing. Very basic. But yeah, he got all of these messages from people that did not create this person oh, God. about why, oh, she's too young to understand that. Don't do this. Da, 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 da. And Ron was like, she's too she's young. She's 19. Like, <laughs> pretty sure she knows what she's doing i'm gonna love her for who she is and not for who i want her to be and i was just like i mean next level look it shouldn't all you simply have to do yep but even you are i love you regardless i support you outside of how he looks at his kid do you know that that's not yours like you you (laughs) could have looked at that and just been like oh right okay i don't i don't understand why where so many people get off 
being just like, fuck these people and let me make an effort mm-hmm. to express fuck these people. Well, that is that is the American way. Yeah. That is truly how America operates. All of you motherfuckers who want to take away a woman's right to choose could simply just not have abortions. You could, I mean, most of y'all can't even get pregnant. But even if you can and you're against abortion, you could just never have an abortion. And then you would never have any issue with whoever you think your God is or whatever you think your God wants you to do. You could just never have an abortion because what happens in my womb don't have shit to do what happens in yours and vice versa. My situation, my circumstances, my path in life, we are not the same person. So I don't know how you feel like you have the right to tell me what I can do with my body because you don't like it or you think it's nasty or gross or wrong. Bitch, then don't do it. Even Young Thug's daughter can tell you that. She can cry. Like, it's bit like it's like second grade. God damn, it's just so fucking frustrating. So please, especially black queer people, do better in supporting our trans brothers and sisters and they thems and everybody else because they need it more. They need it the most. I just yeah. Okay. That's it. Amen. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. We have a show coming up in D.C. on June 22nd, I believe. Yeah. Tickets available at thereadlive.com. And don't forget to check out ThreadUp, the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. They make it easy to stay on trend and on budget with up to 90% off top brands like Reformation, Nike, Free People, and more. Never pay full price again and shop Guilt 3 with ThreadUp and get an extra 30% off your first order at threadup.com slash read. T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash read for an extra 30% off today. Terms apply. Go check it out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, there are party tickets there online. The 305 Live, I was informed uh, yesterday, I believe, that we're almost sold out. So, of course. If you've been thinking about it, if you want, you can go ahead and get that ticket in before it's too late. It's going to be a great time. And, you know, it always is. <laughs> I'm ready and raring to go. Just come ready to have fun and shake that ass and leave other people alone. Just come ready to do that. Don't start no shit at no 305 lives and it won't be no shit. And the thing is, there never is. There's never a real problem. Never. You know, maybe the bathroom line is long because somebody's in there doing coke, but not a real problem. <laughs> yeah, you guys can not Y'all would just coke. like not do coke? <laughs> like, on the premises. Or at least not prevent other people. <laughs> right. I mean, go in the, the corner. <laughs> go in the corner, girl. People like, got to pee. People are drinking here. So yeah. So it's got to be. Let's all remember to be courteous in the bathroom. Leave it the way you want to find it. And and let's have no a No judgment time. for whatever it is that you choose to do. But, you know, you take your bump, bump, bump right on. <laughs> all right. On that No. <laughs> I think that's it. (laughs) We will see y'all next week. Oh, yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. This is a big year. 
the Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.